Tonight's meeting, uh, like all of our meetings, is divided into two parts. The first part will be the public hearings on the five appeals that are brought before us. The purpose of the public hearing is to allow all the applicants a chance to present to us their case as to why there's a hardship or practical difficulty that prevents you from complying with the code of the building or zoning code of Brexville. Like all communities, we have a building code and zoning code that controls <coughs> how we use our property. So there is uh, some uh, sense when you buy a piece of property of what's going to happen in next to you and around you. So that's kind of one of the reasons for it. Um, our code is no, not much different than others. However, recognizing there might be a unique situation for the individual, because property is unique, this process exists to ask for a variance from application of the code to your situation. And to get that variance, there's not a list that's, uh, you know, you check the box, you always will get it. Uh, um, one would be if the code changed out from under you and you were used to be conformed, now you're not conforming. That is certainly a factor. But there are many factors, which is why you have a chance to tell us why there's a hardship and why you can't or won't be able to comply with the code. Because uh, it does, in fact, affect your neighbors. Uh, neighbors have gotten notice of this hearing, some by writing if they're close. Everyone in the community got noticed by a signs being put in front of your uh, home, which shows that there is a request for a variance and it has a little summary of what it is. Um, because of that, anyone in the audience will have a chance to speak to an appeal, either support it, object, or ask questions. Uh, just because a neighbor says yes doesn't mean it's yes. Just because a neighbor says they don't like it doesn't mean they don't like it. That ultimately will be city council that make that decision. In order for that city council to vote on the grant of variance, four of our members, four of the six of us are here, have to say yes. If we say yes, it'll go to city council. If you have only three or if you have less than four votes here, it doesn't go to city council and it stops. The appeal is not granted. Um, if it goes to city council, they will vote a week from tomorrow right here. It's also a public um, meeting and you'll be able to uh, learn what happened to your variance at the, that meeting or if you can't attend that meeting virtually or here by calling the building department the day a week from Wednesday and they'll let you know what happened. If your variance is granted, you have six months to act upon it. If you do not act upon it, it will lapse. And I'm, at the end of this, I'll try to remind everybody again of what I just said. Um, we've all had a chance to review the properties. We've all had a chance to review your materials. That does not mean that you shouldn't tell us whatever you want to tell us about your request and why you're seeking the variance and what your hardship is. Immediately after the public hearing will be the second part of our meeting, and that's when we will take the vote. That's the regular meeting, and the vote will take place then. So we encourage you to stick around um, so you'll know what happens. And there may be further questions, certainly possible. If you're not here, you can't answer further questions. With that, please call the roll. Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasman? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. The first uh, public hearing is on Appeal 2023-25, Robert and Stacy Bibby, for one, a variance from Section 1185.03a, no fence may extend into the front yard to allow for a split rail fence at the front lot line located at 8261 Brexel Road, permanent parcel 601-21-015. Do we have an appellant? We're off to a good start. Going once, anybody here? Oh, here you. Do we have an appellant for appeal 2023-25? Uh, 20, That's the fence in 
please approach. We'll try to amplify more. Oh yeah, good idea. Just please identify yourself uh, for the record. Sure, Robert Bibby. All right, and Mr. Bibby, tell us about uh, your variance and why uh, you you asking this board in the city to allow you to put a fence in a front yard. Certainly, <coughs> um, it's twofold. Uh, first, um, where my property is, there's a lot of pedestrian traffic, um, whether it's motorized, unmotorized, people going through, and, it, and it's really um, you've seen a lot more volume in the past couple of years. And based on that, the front of my property, the grass, I've had to repair almost every year, whether I'm putting more sod in, reseeding, and, and what have you. So the first premise of the putting a fence in was just kind of protect that barrier there. But I didn't want to put some, um, I, I chose a spit, split rail because I've seen other examples in the city and I thought it just got good visibility, good curb appeal, and our neighbors were good with it. Um, and I apologize, I wasn't aware of the procedures because I, I thought this was more a decorative fence than a containment or what have you. Um, the other thing is we have a lot of deer that run through there, so that, that trench that, uh, where the rivers go across right uh, two doors down from me, I have a lot of deer population, and they have, I have a favorite tree for them that's in front of my house. It's a red maple. So they come across, and they dig up, and have, so I'm trying to just kind of maybe uh, detain them from coming closer, just trying to protect the land. That's really what the purpose of this was. We wanted to plant some grasses in the corners, really just make it look nice, and maybe a flower bed underneath. Um, Did I've you seen examples. I walked the sidewalks. I'm retired now, so I had a honeydew list, so that's kind of where this spawned <laughs> from. Um, that's really the, did, the premise. Did you the, consider uh, uh, some other way to protect that front line, like putting a line of some arborvitae bushes or some shrubs or a hedge, which yes. all of that is certainly uh, permitted, and there's plenty of that in Brexville. Um, I, if we see my neighbors, they have that. So uh, it used to be the nicest that live next door to us. So they have their whole lot contained by large bushes. Quite frankly, it's hard to drive out and see traffic. So I didn't want to do the same thing. I thought this was a, the better choice. Um, but certainly I did consider a lot of things. I used to put string up there and stuff like that, but it just didn't stop. It's Any other questions from members of the board? Mr. Hasman. I, I guess, Mr. Baby, I would just make a comment to say that uh, while I appreciate your uh, reasons for wanting a fence there. It, it puts us in a difficult position for anybody that's along uh, a sidewalk who might want to, you know, make the same argument. And so it, um, it, it's, and, and I think that the reasons for the hardship that you present, while important, um, really don't meet the usual standard of hardship that is presented to, to this committee. This is my personal opinion. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, Please. I did uh, send in comparisons where there is, in fact, the same exact sidewalk, the same exact fence as ours, that it is on Route 21 on the same side of the street that is exactly as we have And, and I, I would just react to that by saying that every property is a little bit different and in some cases there were some safety issues and so on involving culverts and children and so on that we took into consideration. No, I'm
Boston. So we have kids. Well, there's four-wheelers that come on our property. There's four-wheelers driving the street coming across from the other side of Whitwood. Um, the biggest issue is we already have to stop and almost get out of the car to look to get out of our driveway mm. every day. Because there's little kids that live on our street. If we box ourselves in, it's going to it's gonna really create Dems. a safety is she being picked up on the mic? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. By putting severe greenery. And the greenery that we also considered when we walked down the street, it's growing onto the sidewalks, but it's not maintained. I mean, kids riding their bikes are going to get whipped. Half the sidewalk is covered. It's not monitored and maintained. So this is easy also to me. Yes. Thank you. What's your point? I understand. We try to make the best choice. Right. Of Wait. course. Thank you. What? Any other questions? Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Bibby, how long have you lived in the residence? 20 years. Thank you. And, and a follow-up question to that, how long has this fence been in place? Uh, beginning of June. Oh, okay. oh, it's really recent. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so again, yeah. had time, just figured it was time to do something. Yeah, got it. Uh, Thank you. We'll just note for the record that we did get a uh, one of your neighbors um, saying they have no objection to the fence and another neighbor who said they have an objection to the fence um the the, the one is um uh, megan paul maybe who said that and uh, gary kraus uh, not necessarily your fence but it's just front yard fences they have an objection to front yard fences which is what the Brexville code um says any other questions thank you mr chairman anybody from the audience wish to speak to this appeal Hearing no further questions, we'll hear a motion to close. So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by uh, Mr. Crusoe. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Please, hon. Our next uh, public hearing is on Appeal 2023-26. It's Appeal 2023-26, Don Geitz for um, Borbala and Attila Banto. For one, a variance from Section 1151.25, D2B, maximum 192 square feet to allow 280 square feet, and two a variance from section 1151.261, minimum 10 foot side yard setback to allow five feet for the construction of a shed located at 7464 Oak Quarry Lane, permanent parcel 601-25-049. Good evening, sir. Just identify yourself for the record, please. Good evening, everybody. Uh, I took a picture of the backyard to show you the amount of trees that are there. Can I bring it forward or pass You absolutely it? can, yes. I used the cane for protection. <laughs> Watch out for the chairman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is. Here's the site plan in case you didn't have one. Yeah, we, you have one with us, so we have that. There you go. <laughs> that is true. Why don't you send it down there and we'll look across. We definitely were trying to eliminate cutting down too many trees. So we may have to, we need the five foot because there's a tree. We picked out one of the trees on that picture. And it's far right of the shed. It'd be to your left, I guess. And we want to save that tree, and it's within the five foot that we're asking for the variance from our neighbor. And she happened to be there. Her name's Susan. And she says, 
she has uh, a shed already there. She put up 1999 or something, and uh, it's a little taller than the anticipated. So anyhow, she ended up doing a lot of the work. She told me, and she was putting siding on, and somebody came over, and she didn't get a permit, and. Neighbor didn't like her pounding in the middle of the night. So anyhow, but she told me that uh, it's a, it's a. I gave you a picture of the, right? Okay. No, I mean a picture of the shed. Don't yes, you have you a did. picture of the shed? And what, oh, what's there? It is. What's the reason for the uh, additional size? You want a larger shed? What's the what's your request? What's your hardship for wanting a uh, a bigger shed? Well, the bigger shed, uh, he just is a collector. He's an engineer, and uh, he collects a lot of things, and some of them are too tall for that shed that's been rotting <coughs> there for 30 years. So he fell in love with this type of shed, and he gave me the picture and said, where are we going to put it? So I tried to figure out which tree. It may be cocked a little bit, but we needed to start off at 5 because there's two trees there that are right in question. Any other questions from members? I do. Yes, Ms. Gagliano. The shed in the picture is not the shed that is out in the property currently, correct? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. This shed that is in the picture that you sent up is not what's there currently, correct? There was a different shed. No, it's that picture. This picture is a shed in that picture. Oh no, her yeah, her shed's way over there in the corner. It's dark brown. And and the white shed. Whose shed is the white shed? Yeah, whose shed? It's the old one. That's the old one you want to tear down. That's the one they want to throw it away because yep. it's rotting that at the bottom. And it, it's only this high. Right, and it's gone. That one's already gone. Correct. It's already gone. That shed. Yeah, the little white one. Yep. Yeah, it's gone. It's been replaced by this. It will be replaced. No, I believe it already has been replaced. Oh, yes, it there. has been replaced by that. Yes. He can't oh, it's put any. Been built. Excuse me. He can't put anything large in there because it's too little. It's actually only five by ten. Why didn't you get a permit? Why did I get a permit? I didn't get Why didn't a permit. You get a permit. I didn't get a permit. Why not? Why not? Because I needed a variance to, for the five feet. And the 280 square foot, which is more than the 192. Right. How do we find out about this? I'm under the understanding that this shed has not been built. It is a request before it's built. I, I don't know what's on site. This shed is on site. I was just yes. there today, and it, the shed is there off the end of the driveway, and it looks just like this, and okay. it's large and already built. and in place yeah. So, yeah. so the question is why is there a permit though no yeah, no so, permit, so why no. was it built no. without no a permit can i tell you a quick story okay he bought the shed and from amish land in middlefield and they told him that it would be built in late august so they called him up one day last week because i had a member from one of your councilmen call me that wanted to go see this uh walk on the site and he said, get permission from the owner so I can come and see. Well, 
he wouldn't give permission, so I called the gentleman back, and he hung up on me, and I don't blame him, but the point was he was eager to come and see it on Sunday afternoon. So I called the owner back, and I said, he said, the shed is already up. I said, what? He never called me, never said anything. So anyhow, so I called Steve this, this morning, and he wasn't in, and I was going to, because I discovered it just before the meeting here. I drove all the way from Medina, and I saw it, and I took a bunch of pictures, and I angled the angle of it because there's a couple of trees, and it's actually built beautiful, but that's why we didn't get a permit. Or what happened was I called him, and he's in the, the um, owners in Detroit. They're going to Europe. The whole family's going to Europe, and they're uh, leaving. And I asked him, I said, didn't they have a permit? And he said, they asked me, did I have a permit, the owner? And I told him yes. I said, why did you tell him yes? You didn't have a permit. But they wanted to get it up, and they were anxious to see it before they left for Europe for three months. So I stopped on the way here. So, so I picked I'm up gonna the stop sign. You. I'm going to stop you, uh, Mr. Geis. Um, so the owners aren't here because they're traveling? That's why the owner's not here today? I'm sorry. Why aren't the owners are not here because they are now traveling? Is that they're why? somewhere over the ocean in Atlanta by now? Are they, they going to be back in August? No, be uh, back in September, around Labor Day. Kids go back to school. Um, my suggestion is we table this, and the owners need to be here. I would agree. Appeal. I would absolutely agree. I'll entertain a motion to table this appeal. So moved. Second. Second. Moved by Mayor Ruby, seconded by um, Ms. Gagliano. All those in favor of tabling this appeal? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Sir, you understand we're tabling this. We're going to take it back. It's still on the agenda. It'll be back in September. We want the owners here. Okay. Okay? All right. Sure. That'll be fine. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks, Mr. Gates. Our uh, next <clears throat> public hearing is appeal 2023-27, David and Bethany Hicks. For one, a variance in section 1151.25 D1, maximum 660 square feet to allow 1,350 square feet. And two, a variance in section 1151.261, minimum 10 foot side yard setback to allow four feet. And three, a variance in section 1181.11 B, maximum building height 15 feet to allow 18 feet. For replacement, detached garage located at 9019 Highland Drive, permanent parcel 601-33 031 welcome please identify yourself for the record yeah I'm David Hicks thank you tell us about your request and why uh, you needed this uh, larger building right so um, I guess just to start off the garage that I have now um, I, I purchased we moved in in 2020 uh, and so this is the garage that I got uh, and it's not in good condition, so I've been thinking about, since we moved in, um, tearing it down and doing another one, um, but I would like it to be larger, first because um, I, I teach art at Cleveland State University, so I'm a studio artist, and it would be nice if I could have like a studio in there, uh, so have some extra space for me to work. Uh, and, and my work is fairly large, um, 
the other reason is I, I have three vehicles now. I have seven children, and I'm thinking I could use some more space in my garage. Um, I, I realize that the three variances, um, well, so I, I, I don't know if Steve, I don't know if you got, I did send um, signatures from both my neighbors. So they both had no objection to that, uh, especially the one that it's four feet from the property line. Um, that was the big one, but I, I really kind of, I would, ideally I would like to build it in the same location, just kind of come out a little bit wider. Um, and that is because, well, first of all, my, my, uh, the plot of land is that I, that I have is kind of a strange shape. So um, if I try to move it this way towards more of the middle of the yard, that's kind of right at that pinch point. Uh, would make it awkward and and the land just starts to move downward at that angle and um, I just think it would it would cause a lot of problems um, so the location is really because of terrain you can't move it over there because of the pitch of the or the slope of the ground as you move it closer away from your sideline I, I mean I guess I could but it would be um, I I think it would be awkward and, and it would also make it to where I'd have to like pour like a whole new driveway to kind of move out and, and have it terraced up to support the new driveway. And it would be like in the middle of the tiny bit of yard space that I have back there because it kind of pinches at that point uh, and then it opens back up again. Is uh, you, you submitted a kind of a photograph that had uh, overlay uh, attempt of what the new garage I, I was just trying to give you an idea about space so it's it, not the it's, it's not showing that the height is the same height as your garage this garage mr. cynic is not is conforming the one that's in there now it's not 18 feet or whatever I'm not sure the the garage that's in there now I I don't think that I think that's over what is it 15, 15. feet I think that's over 15 feet yeah I wouldn't want the pitch of the new garage to be quite so high. It looks taller than 15 feet, and to his point, if you slid the whole thing over, it would just take up his whole backyard. Oh, yeah, it would. Yeah. That's why we uh, asked those questions. Yeah. Any other questions from members of the board? Uh, Mr. Chairman? Yes. Uh, you said you'd like to put a studio in. <clears throat> Do you contemplate any uh, uh, plumbing or additional electricity uh, uh, heating, uh, what uh, what amenities are you thinking about when you say studio? Right, so I'm definitely electricity I would need. Um, I've considered plumbing. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure about that at this point. Um, I don't think it would be absolutely necessary, but it would be nice. I think a lot of that, I hadn't really made that decision based on kind of, you know, what's the budget for that. Um, I'm not quite sure where you're going with that, but I mean, I'd, I'd be. Is this studio space going to be segregated from the garage? It'll be like a room. It would be part of that. So, like, like if you where the opening is now, like you drive into the garage, and the garage would take up, you know, about half of it, and then there'd be like a wall, and then you could walk into the studio from the garage. So it, it the whole thing would be in one building. Any other questions? Mr. Hasman. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, is the, um, um, the, the height, as you conceive it, is going to be uh, 
18 feet, do you think? Yeah, I, I put that on there just um, kind of per, per Steve's, I don't know exactly, but he, he was <coughs> suggesting I, I say it's at least over 15 feet. I don't want it to be hugely tall, I really don't. Um, but he thought I would have a hard time with the size that I put on there getting it under 15 feet. And, and as you're thinking about that, that's to the roof line? Yeah, like to the peak of the... Not, not to the midway point between the gutters and the midpoint line, uh, the roof line, which is usually the way we measure the height. That, that of the would drawing. be what he's what the drawing we have is is 18 feet to the center of the roof, halfway between the gutter and the ridge. Right. Uh, did you say 18 feet, Steve? Yes, to the middle of the roof, halfway between the gutter and the ridge. So then, in reality, the pe the peak would probably be 21, 22 feet. Uh, somewhere in that range, I would think, yes. So then um, my follow-up question to that then is, what do the neighbors think about this? Have you, it says that you spoke with the neighbors. What's their right. reaction? Yeah, yeah, I spoke to both of them, and they were both uh, very supportive of my idea. So you think the peak of the roof would be 21 feet? I'm, I'm yeah, okay. that's right. I mean, I would, I would want to avoid higher if possible. Yeah, uh, I think. I just I put 18 feet as like a well, you know, for the size and then how much the cinder blocks have to stick out above. I just you, usually when you make a building bigger, you have to have the roof at a certain proportion, and so just uh, by definition, it becomes taller. Okay. And and so that's why I was concerned about the neighbors and whether or not they think that that might be too much of an obstruction for them. Sure. I mean, honestly, I I don't think so because I would. I don't know for certain, but I would I would guess that the garage I have now, the peak of that roof is probably close to 21 feet. It's it's pretty high. I notice it's high. Yeah. So, okay. Are you planning on having somebody, like an architect, draw this up if we say yes? Are yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, there, there's a lot I would have to do. I just, this was the first step. Any other questions? Yeah, just one last comment. And, yep. and, and in your favor, uh, the, the driveway and the, the property goes down. So uh, to retain that same height or even a little bit taller may not be that noticeable, certainly not from the road. Oh, I see. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Thank you, Mr. Hesher. Anyone else? Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing nothing further, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. So Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you, sir. <coughs> Thank Our you. Our next public hearing is on appeal 2023-28, Robert Richards. For one, a variance from section 1151.262, uh, minimum 10 side, 10 side yard setback to allow three feet for a shed, pergola, and a hot tub located at 6815 Greenbrier Drive, permanent parcel 601-01-036. Good evening, sir. Just identify yourself for the record and tell us about your request. I'm, I'm Bob Richards, and uh, uh, the variance request we're looking for is to uh, go from the 10-foot um, minimum to a 3-foot uh, setback uh, for um, basically a uh, separate structure that will be housing a, a jacuzzi. And um, we also have a side patio. That's part of the variance, too, as well, and a pergola. Um, so today I have with me uh, the uh, contractor designer for this project and uh, 
let's start off with him to kind of speak to the whole design and we'll go from there. Thank you. Good. Hi, uh, my name is Sebastian with Exxon Builders. I'm the general contractor. Um, so the whole idea is um, on the, I, I believe Mr. Collin was on site. Um, the, the yard is fairly big, but there's a ravine in the back and the usable space off the backyard is really fairly small. Like here in the drawing, I made like this, this uh, line on the side that kind of shows where the land like literally just like drops off like easily 20 feet where we can really not build anything. Um, we are redoing the entire yard we want to build a patio there is a patio there right now that is closer to the building with a failing retaining wall so one other thing that we want to do is like actually pull the patio away from the house build like a double layered retaining wall that will also be better and easier and will last a lot longer than the one that is way too close to the house um and then the other point is really just that the building if you pull it 10 feet from the property line is kind of like not in the middle of the yard but getting fairly close and with uh, the little usable space there it kind of makes it fairly awkward um, we talked to the neighbors uh, they were very open to the idea um, the other thing is also we actually want to use it kind of as a separation between the neighbors and their lot from the patio um, at the same time I'm trying to if you could maybe go where the where show the building uh, we make the roof slanted only in uh, one direction and make the shorter part of the building towards the neighbors so it, it, it's, I'm trying to keep it six to seven foot on the neighbor sides so really fairly low um, also talked to uh, Bob and he also said like well if we actually pull the building that far into our property then we would want to have a fence anyways um, in, in order just to separate it from the neighbors because like encroachment there is like, like they basically have all grass space and we kind of want to include our space a little bit so if we pull the building in that kind of automatically becomes space of the neighbors so then if we build a fence it's less nice for them and I believe also for the neighbors so we generally thought it was a good idea um, I got tons more facts but if you have some questions first or <laughs> I don't know that's I think it just makes a whole lot of sense the other thing is also there is a path that actually goes down in the ravine that if we put the building 10 feet away it kind of puts it right in the way so then we would have to build a walkway around it uh, and then lastly really if we put the building further to the east so away from the property line it also automatically gets pushed closer to the ravine what then becomes really an issue like structural wise like we might have to build like bigger walls or really do a lot of grading so it, it really location wise it just makes a whole lot of sense thank you uh, uh, for the thoroughness any questions Mr. Hasman um, I don't have to say this but this was a very nice application I thought it was well organized and uh, thank I think you. everything was there and uh, I think it's kind of an interesting uh, um, concept um, 
because there's going to be plumbing and electrical because of the hot tub that's going to be down in that area, is there also going to be any bathroom facilities or kitchen facilities? or? No, we we're also not planning on having plumbing there. It's just going to be the hot tub. It's just really just going to be with a hose. And then drainage is the same, like we will plug a hose into the thing. So just the electricity. And, yeah, there's obviously going to be like a 240, 40 volt, but we'll do it all up to code with an electrician, disconnect everything we need from the building department. So, and the neighbors are uh, are in favor of it based on the attachment. Yes, thank you. Anyone else? I just want to make a, a comment. It has nothing to do with, with yours because we can see. But in the future, Mr. Sinek, when somebody uses terrain, <coughs> we have a couple who use the terrain of their property as an excuse. It really helps if we have a topo. You know. And they, they may or may not have a topo because that's obviously. I could say in this we, case we don't have a topo. We, we don't have one, but if, they, if there is a topo available, it certainly helps as you look at it and you can walk it, you can look at it. That's not really for you, but it's more for so us as we're, as we're considering if we're just sitting. Anyone from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Seeing nothing there and nothing from us, do I hear a motion to close? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Crusoe, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you, sir. Thank you both. Um, our last public hearing is Appeal 2023 20, 30, uh, Dionysios Giatis, for variance from Section 1119.09D, not to install public sidewalks until such time that the city deems appropriate for new single family dwelling located 4315 Oaks Road, permanent parcel number 603 02 112, tell us why you don't want to put sidewalks in. Hey, good, good evening, everyone. I'm Dionysius Giatis. I'm the uh, homeowner. We're currently building a house there. Um, my request to not put a sidewalk in is just because there's nowhere to attach the sidewalk to. There's no sidewalks currently on Oaks Road on my side of the street. Um, so I would just have to incur the cost of putting in a sidewalk that would just go from one side of my property to the other to side nowhere. of my property. And, and of course, if the if it's the city at some point in time says sidewalks have to go in, you understand it'll be your responsibility to do that. Correct. And you will do that. Yes. Any All questions? Right. Any further questions? Anybody from the audience wish to speak to this appeal? Hearing no further questions, we'll hear a motion to close. Thank you. So move. Second. Moved by Mr. Hasman, seconded by Mr. Collin. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. Would you please call the roll for the regular meeting? Ms. Gagliano? Here. Mr. Hasmith? Here. Mr. Caruso? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Collin? Here. Mr. Rose? Here. Uh, we received the uh, minutes from our last meeting. Um, thank you, Lisa. Any questions, comments, corrections to those minutes? Do I hear a motion to approve those minutes as submitted? So moved. Second. Moved by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. Hasman. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. Do I hear a motion on Appeal 2023-25? Mr. Chairman, if I may, I move that this board vote on and if approved, we pass on to Council for their consideration Appeal 2023-25 for one, a variance from Section 1185.03A no fence may extend into the front yard to allow for a split rail fence at the front lot line located at 8261 Brexville Road, parcel number 601-21-015. Second. 
moved by Mr. Crusoe, seconded by Ms. Gagliano. Any further discussion? Please call the vote. Mr. Hasman? No. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mr. Collin? No. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Rose? No. So that's uh, that's three no's, correct? Three no's. So you did not get, uh, sir and ma'am, you did not get the requisite four votes. So this will not go to uh, city council. And you can talk to the building department about next steps. Do I hear a motion on appeal 2023-26? No, sorry, dash 27. Well, Mr. Chairman, I, uh, I move that uh, this Board of Zoning Appeals vote on and uh, uh, if approved, pass along to City Council for their consideration. Appeal 2023-26, uh, Don. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. 27. Then I will move on to the next one. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I <coughs> move that this Board of Zoning Appeals um, uh, vote on and if approved, pass along to City Council for their approval. Uh, appeal 2023-27 for David and Bethany Hicks for one, <coughs> a variance from Section 1151.25D1, maximum 660 square feet to allow 1,350 1, <coughs> square feet and two, a variance from Section 1151.261, minimum 10 foot side yard setback to allow four feet and three a variance from section 1181.11b maximum building height 15 feet to allow 18 feet for a replacement detached garage located at 9019 highland drive permanent parcel 601-33-031 second moved by mr hasman second by mr collin any further questions or comments please call the vote mr collin yes Mr. Caruso? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. Do we hear a motion on appeal 2023-28? Mr. Chairman, I move that the board vote on and if approved, uh, forward to council for its consideration. Appeal 2023-28 for a variance from section 1151.26 paren 2, close paren, Minimum 10 foot side yard, I beg your pardon, no, 10 foot side yard setback to allow three feet for a shed, pergola, and a hot tub located at 6815 Greenbrier Drive, permanent parcel 601 01 036. Second. Move by Mr. Collins, seconded by Mr. Crusoe. Any further comments or discussion? Please call the vote. Mr. Crusoe? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And do I hear a motion on our final appeal? Mr. Chairman, I move that we vote on and if approved, pass on to council for their consideration. Appeal 2023-30 for Danasis Giadis for variance from section 1119.09D, not to install public sidewalks until such time that the city deems appropriate <coughs> for a single family dwelling located at 4315 Oaks Road, parcel number 603-02-112. Second. By Mr. Caruso, second by Mr. Colony. For the questions, comments, or discussion, please call the vote. Ms. Gagliano? Yes. Mr. Collin? Yes. Mr. Hasman? Yes. Mr. Caruso? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Rose? Yes. And again, for the, the ones that we have 
passed on the city council that a vote will take place a week from tomorrow, right here. And you can call the building department on Wednesday if you don't watch or participate on that meeting, and they'll tell you whether or not it's been granted. Uh, report from council. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, we had a very successful home days, so um, hope everyone got to have a, a good time and enjoy that. Um, the road program is continuing to progress. Uh, this is the most ambitious road program we've had ever. Um, so I would just encourage everyone to continue to be conscientious when they are driving by our, our city employees and the contractors that are, are working on those projects. And um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, so I hope everyone had a good 4th of July. And that concludes my report. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. No report. Thank you. Is there anything for the good and welfare? Very nothing to hear a motion to adjourn. So move. Second. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 We stand adjourned. Thank you all. Thank you.